Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Ozir, the Paladin. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Krecky, the Brute. I'm JD. I'm playing Sox, the Weasel. And I'm Nathan. I'm the DM for this session. This is ChimeraCast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ChimeraCast. Last left off, the three of you had dispatched Piamir, the last of the sons of Errol Holland, in a spectacular, bloody, fiery display. Errol Holland then visited each of you in your dreams and mocked you and attempted, at least, to get you to bargain with him. You'd rested up, Krecky had made a shield for Ozir, and now the three of you are off to the mountain where lies Errol Holland. There had been a mention, before we started recording, of the axe. And if uh, I don't want to have, like, oh, I'll just go and get it, talk about it. I, if, if you would be so kind, if you have any interest in doing that, else we can just continue on as we were. Yeah, I think the, the main reason for leaving it behind, and we can justify this in-world, is that, if you recall, uh, Krecky got rocked to his fucking core when the sword itself got damaged. And I think that maybe he didn't have his best wits about him as they left the area. So all of that kind of coming to a head after a little bit of time. Ozir. Yes, Krecky? I wasn't thinking earlier, but I think I need to go back for that axe. The one that Piamir had fashioned from Air Holland's staff. It may... Help us undo him. It's only a short detour, and it can only help. I believe I can make quick strides of it. You better hurry. I feel that the longer we tarry, the stronger Arahalan will make himself. I will do my best. And he'll start rumbling at what seems like a quickened pace. Y'all can follow behind at your leisure. I'm going to scout ahead while they're going back. Try and find us like a good route there that maybe Arahalan can't necessarily see us coming. You know, he's omnipotent and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you know what I mean? That, I mean, what that sounds like, you know, just just roll plus whiz. I don't think we need a full undertake a perilous journey, but I'm going to have you do the, the scout thing. Okay. So I have Fey Tongue, which lets me speak with animals and plants and spirits. So perhaps I can engage that a little bit. I'll still like the role will still be the same, but I want to, you know, thinking about how to go about it. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in that. Do you want to do you want to set the, the set the scene a little bit or if, if you're going to talk to something or how would you like to do that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I think I'm sniffing out a path that like the animals would use that like the cyclopes like never tread on like a route that they never used or that never that doesn't cross any routes that they used an undisturbed patch that perhaps we can make our way through that only the only the animals would know. I'm interested in this. Roll plus wisdom, and we'll shake it out from there. Cool. Oh, that's no good. That's a five. <laughs> oh, no. Starting, starting off the night, right? 
We'll come back to you. Ozir, your companions are splitting off from you. Kreki is going back to retrace your steps to the previous battleground. And Sox, of course, is moving ahead to the next. What are you doing? Ozir is going to stay behind and just start getting used to the weight of this stone shield and probably trying to, like, recenter himself, make himself right with God, so to speak. And I like the idea of you training, fighting in the, in the woods by yourself. But you said recentering yourself with God. Are you conversing with your God at all? Either literally or figuratively. Yeah, I think in sort of the figurative sense, whatever Ozir's crisis of faith that he's having right now, he very much realizes that there's a high likelihood that he's about to die. Like, he's always understood the possibility of it or the inevitability of it. He's never been worried about it before, and now he's worried about it. And Krecky, you make your way back to this previous battleground, this open area surrounded by the forest, which Ozir and Sox are traversing right behind you, a ways behind you. Stuck in the periphery, still smoldering, sits the axe of Piamir. The fire now, of course, burned away, but its oily exterior still glistening. And the staff, the handle itself, untouched by fire. Piamir has long since dissolved, being claimed by Aeroholland. What do you do as you go to get this axe? There are a lot of thoughts running through my head, both in the sense of the staff that I'm approaching is it's something iconic of my past. This was what one of the, the great rulers of all the Cyclops whipping his people up into a fury, right? There's a lot of greatness and a lot of stupidity wrapped up in such a thing as a smith, as a maker of weapons for other men. When you watch them used inappropriately, or used selfishly. I feel something akin to sadness about it. The justice that I might be able to stick this in our Holland's head. Finish off and actually maybe be the last Cyclops and then die. It's a little bit of a <laughs> out-of-body experience, right? To be among the last two. One that wants to die and one that refuses to. So my brain, my mind is elsewhere as I just walk over to grab the weapon. As you go to pick it up, the spongy earth beneath you with what remains of Piamir gives rather easily, like walking on the grass after it rains. And as you go to pick the axe up, grip it with your throned hand, as it were, you notice a growth of vines and flowers coming up around the head of the axe, stuck into the dirt. And you pull it up with ease, but the vines linger a bit longer on the blade than you would think. They're sap and chloroform staining the blade. Socks, as you're being guided along the forest floor by the undergrowth, moss, and fungus, they push you toward the direction of an ibex, which, like a... Disney cartoon sort of way is standing all 
puff-chested in a burst of sunlight, and as you make your way to it, it looks down and begins to breathe out the first words of a greeting before a violent burst of greenery, vines and ivy, weeds and flowers consume this thing from the chest and mouth and face, growing down its legs, rooting it there, forming a statue of it, a trimmed hedge, and its mouth is forced open and closed by these growing vines, a shuddering, shambled breath. No hunting in the king's forest. There is one route, one road, which leads to the kingdom. And the area around you begins to overgrow with these same vines and flowers and brambles. Moving to overtake you and grasp you, you feel a first few tickle the bottoms of your feet. What do you do? I'm going to weasel my way through them. I mean, what else can I do but like scramble to avoid... Uh, these these like growing vines. Give me a define in your plus dex to Perfect. see how quickly you can you make it away from these things. That is a ten. Wait. Nope, that's a nine. Oh. Ah, that's fine. I I know, but I was like, yeah, you do it because you're a weasel. You weasel out of there so slick, and now there now there are complications. We'll advance the the larger things. So socks, I think that you're able to hop and skip and. Weasel your way, as it were, away from these vines and overgrowth. This ibex and epicenter of this violent growing. As you can take a perch and watch it become practically a wall of wriggling vines. What do you do? Do you plan on making a, a rejoining Ozir, or are you going to continue to try to blaze a path forward? Well, I guess if I've learned that there's not like a secret route, then they'll be able to make it on their own as well as if not. So... Yeah, I mean, if it if it ends up being that I can make progress forward, that's what I'm going to try to do. So I'm going to try to get past these and continue toward the mountain. I like that a lot. So you, you watch silently for a moment, the camera focusing in on your two intelligent animal eyes before you skitter away toward the mountain. Krecky, I believe you meet up with Ozir in a short time. Ozir, you've been practicing your new stances unlearning years of offense and trying to incorporate a shield. Yeah, I think you you come into the clearing and Ozir is like at the point of warmed up and not used to it by any means yet, but like has obviously made some progress in terms of adapting. What can we expect with Era Holland? Ah, uh, quick deaths, I assume. What kind of magic does he wield? What kind of weapons? That's a good question. Yes, Battlelord, see see how well you remember. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, that's a fail. I rolled a three, so that's a four. That is going to be a fail for me, dog. There is no way for me to tell you exactly what his magic will do. It's not like Piamir, where he was obsessed with the flame. Erholland will use every trick he has to take the last gasp of breath from your lungs. There is no preparation. We will do everything in our power to end him before he can unleash his true fury. Very well. Where is our small companion? 
Marking out the course ahead, I believe. I believe we are meant to follow behind, and he will come and get us if there's trouble ahead. I'm loud enough. I imagine he'll be able to find us quickly. Seems reasonable. Lead on then, friend. And we'll we'll tarry forth. And when we get to more of the overgrown aspects of the forest. Ozier, I noticed the vegetation was a little bit aggressive. When I tried to pull the axe out of the ground, it was as if it was clinging on to it. Trying to eat it. And these seem a little inappropriate. A little perverse. Keep your eyes aware. This is what I speak of when I say we don't know the depths of his foul magic. Is this growth merely a part of Araholland's return? Or is he causing it? Uh, I cannot say it is his supreme will that is making this happen. He had in place a lot of enchantments. This might have been one of them. A herald of his return. Then, as we're walking, Ozir is going to kind of, like, drift off a little bit and rededicate himself to killing Air Holland. So I'm going to use the quest move. Please do. I at least want you to be able to talk to Sox, I think, is useful. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to go with Senses That Pierce Lies again. Yeah. And then I'm just trying to think of a way to word this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like invulnerability to verdant magic primordial magic maybe yeah primordial magic yeah that's cool with me i may do things and discuss if i overreach at any point with that yeah i think that'll Um, that that's the kind of thing that'll just be a discussion when shit's happening yeah yeah makes sense though don't don't, like it don't be afraid to disagree with me if i am offensive in ways that you think you should be immune and similarly i will make my argument cool so i'm gonna choose honor which is what i've chose every time but that I think is you. Yeah. Ha- you gotta you gotta kill him face to face. Socks, as you're making your way toward the mountain, which is unescapable in its you know monolithic nature, the forest around you is almost breathing. So the the verdancy, the actual saturation of color, is increasing and decreasing with a regularity. Even the sky itself seems to be hewing brighter and brighter blue before receding, if only for a moment. And you hear from time to time the whispers of the forest around you and they're, I think, excited? Manic, maybe? Warnings telling you to turn around, that something was wrong. Help them. What do you do? I mean, I can't, uh, I can't stop. Because I think I'm still like at risk of being overgrown, right? It is. It is growing behind you and extending. But I think you're quick-minded. You have options of things you can do while moving. We can, you know, scroll this back in a kind of. Again, we come back to the Miyazaki way. I think you're hopping from tree to tree and running along the forest ground. So I'm I'm making progress now, and I know that uh, shit is potentially not good if I slow down. But also like these. All of these plants are like they're being bent to the will of Erahalen. So they're not doing what they should do naturally. So their spirits are like, you know, being twisted and manipulated, which pisses me off. 
obviously I can't take him by surprise. He knows I'm here. But what I can maybe do is somehow piss him off back so that he focuses on me. And that might hopefully give Ozier and Krecky the chance to be less affected in their travel. But I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to fucking do that. Yeah, so what, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to, essentially, as I'm running, I'm realizing that I need to, like, do this. I need to draw attention to him. And I need to do something that's going to piss him off, mostly because it's going to make me feel good. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm going to apologize, basically. I'm, I'm, I'm sending out, like, uh, I'm speaking the language of the plants around me. I'm apologizing that in order to free this place, to like free this island of Air Holland's magic and the the Cyclopes influence that has been here for millennia and has like twisted this whole place, that sacrifices have to be made. And I'm going to mutter my own curse. This this ground will no longer grow for you, Air Holland. I salt your earth. And yeah, I'm gonna curse it so that the plants here can no longer grow. They're like, they'll, they'll, they'll turn to, uh, maybe not stone, but petrifying it, yeah. like turning it to petrified wood and stuff. Oh, that's good. I like that a lot. I like instantly fossilize this place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just calcify everything. Shit. behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please roll. Please roll. Uh, please roll curse. Woo. Almost lost my day. Oh yeah. That's a 12. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. So you choose. Two? Yeah, because of the way that this curse is going and because of my like anger at it, I'm going to choose how long it lasts uh, forever because I'm vindictive as fuck and I'm doing yeah. this out of spite and not out of concern for the area around me, really. And then I choose how it can be broken. I have an idea. Because both of you are interacting, you and Air Holland are interacting with the medium of the forest, the thing that popped into my head was like uh, some sort of blood ritual with either one of you. Well, I was thinking, you know, it's broken when one of them dies. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually yeah. pretty good. Like, yeah, it's broken when one of us dies. So, Socks, as you whisper in your fey tongue to the forest and hop from tree to floor to tree, I think the saturation as your paws touch life fades from it entirely. Sort of like droplets rippling out as they hit a pond. The forest is brought still halted in hard, unforgiving gray. Krecky and Ozir, you too had begun to notice as you got closer to the mountain this breathing of the forest, this saturation, before it is suddenly halted in front of you as this wave of fossilization happens. What do you do? Feeling more at home, Krecky. What do you mean? With his uh hand, Ozir, like hits one of the trees it's stone your st- you know never mind oh ha, 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 ha. that's funny but it's also foreboding trees have turned to stone and i do not know why this is menacing in a different angle we should pick up the pace the weasel can find us Yes, we should move quickly. And I'll extend, like, the arm extension. Climb on top. Secure yourself. Ozir's size. And long past the point of, like, pride, I think, just climbs up. 
I write myself because I had to take myself down pretty far because you also don't have an arm, so you can't really scramble up me easily. So yeah. I try and make it as easy as I can. Once you're secure, I'm just I'm gonna just barrel through the forest. <laughs> Ozier, as you begin to climb up the side of Krecky, some of the stones on his back turn to dust in your hand. And Krecky, as you begin to stand, you can hear and feel the crumbling beneath you as your legs shed gravel. You can hold yourself together still, but it will be difficult as you are slowly petrified and aerated. Oh, what's happening? Uh, Ozia, is something else on me? No, and quit fidgeting. I'm having a hard enough time up here as it is. Uh, it is hard to keep my body together. It feels as if I'm losing control of it. A little bit. I'm not sure how long I can hold on to this form, but I'll try and make progress since I can move faster. And I'm going to kind of try and struggle to just start running through the forest. Hell yeah, we'll come back to you. Socks, you've found yourself on the, the side of this mountain now, a good way away from your companions. I think you can hear them behind you crashing through the forest. The smell of gravel as Krecky's body draws through it, and the woods collapse behind you. And as you're making your way up the side of this, the rocks and ground beneath you begin to rumble as these skeleton hands made of bone begin grasping toward you, attempting to impede your progress, if nothing else, and hold you hostage. What do you do? I'm going to use a little uh, glamour magic, a little illusion. I'm going to give it a socks to capture, but it's not real. I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You, you, have, uh, you have to roll something for that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Glamour, when you use your illusion magic to trick, entice, or confuse others, describe it and roll plus charisma. Here we go. Please roll plus charisma. Six. <laughs> oh, no. To make you a little cooler, cause you said you'll give it a socks to capture. I like the idea of you making a whole bunch. That is actually pretty great. You multiply yourself many times in this confusion of weasels as these skeleton hands grasp for what they find to be thin air as you dance deftly along the mountainside. But in front of you, as you continue to make your way up, two spires erupt in front of you, and a deep gnash between them as all the ground before it begins to buck until they form shoulder blades, spine, and arm, and coming out of the ground practically dripping, covered in moss, blood, and stone bones. You know, you guys know the, the drum zombie from Return of the Living Dead? Oh, fuck. Yeah. So looking like the drum zombie from Return of the Living Dead comes this body with its strange ghostly grin. A beard of shrubs and moss. As it slowly fills itself in and you see the outline of a face and teeth. The grinding of stones meets a familiar voice. You wanted my attention, didn't you, little one? I'm making myself real big. All my all my <laughs> fur's poofed out. And one of these great stone arms begins lifting itself out of the ground and is going to smack the side of the mountain and is going to throw a bunch of detritus at you. Krecky and Ozir, you hear on the mountainside above you the loud smashing of stone against stone, the rumbling as hands erupt, and what sound like the hissing of a whole bunch of weasels? <laughs> what do you do? I think Sox is in trouble. 
Ozier says that like into the air, actually, because we're running breakneck right here. I yeah. think Socks is in trouble. And then you look down and realize like half of my body is gone and I have like one arm that's pumping as we're like running full tilt and my body is just like disintegrating. I'm like a I'm like a a relentless zombie at this point, just continuing to move forward as I lose parts of myself. Don't forget, you still have the axe, which I think is the one arm you have. Yeah, running. it's just hold, it's just holding on to that arm, that that axe. Stop! Stop! You can't carry me anymore, and we're close enough. I have a plan. I don't know if it's a good one, but I'll go in first. You flank him. Give as good as you can before you fall apart. At the rate of which I am disintegrating, I might only get one good crack at him. But I will make it worth it. And then, if you don't mind, come and find me and put me back in him. Gladly. And yeah, Ozir's gonna start jogging up the rest of the, the distance. It's not too far up the hill that you see uh, the rain of stones as you look up and Socks is deftly jumping from side to side as the shower of granite, which was intended for him peppers around both of you. But this great torso of Erohalan lifts up out of the stone. The stone head cocks at you. Slowly, this is all being filled in with moss blood and, like, grass and soil growing over it. He's forming himself as he looks at you. So is this his body, or is this just a, like, simulacrum of him? I don't know how to describe this exactly. Uh, discern realities, and then I will evaluate. Here we that. go. I know that's not great, but you are. No, I. Yeah, fair enough. Ah, it's a seven. Aha! I mean, what here is not what it appears to be. The ground around you has replaced what was once the forest's exhalations. The entire island, it seems, is responding is growing with Arahalan. This whole place is Arahalan. So there is no difference between Rad. saying, is this Arahalan or is this... Okay. Yes. It is both. So this head cocks at one side to you. Oh, the child's come back to make a bargain, has he? No bargains, Arahalan. I've come to end this. I've come to end you. Exterminatus, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. no, I was triggering Exterminatus. <laughs> Ozir plants his feet and raises his shield and the hammer and, like, smacks them together. Yeah, roll defend. Cool. Uh, nine. Cool, yeah, you get a hold. Socks, what are you doing while Ozir is yelling at Arahalan? Assuming my confusion of weasels is still about, we're doing, like, the, the cup thing where we're, like, shifting around so hopefully he loses who I am. And Ozir squares up. You hit the, the. Are you still using the halberd? I forgot. Hammer. Oh, that's right. You have the. Yeah. Head broke my halberd. Yep. Ozir sees Krecky kind of moving about, sneaking as as one giant rock <laughs> does. And Ozir just like charges in, screaming. And th- th- I'm gonna use my defend hold to give him a plus one forward to his attack. Uh, um. Just narrate it. Just narrate it. I'm I'm into I'm into what you're doing, and I want you to feel cool. So just narrate what you're doing, and give me a bit more of a breath here than saying you give him a plus one, and I'll yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll let yeah. you do it. 
as he's looking at you, and obviously the loquacious bastard is going to try to talk to you, which I think may give you a bit of an opening. Yeah, I think I see him about to monologue, and Ozir's had it with that shit. I was going to monologue. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> Enough talking. And uh, he just sort of sprints forward, leading with the shield up, hammer pulled back, ready to swing for just like whatever part of his face. I guess he's huge, so like knee he can get to. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just his torso up. Oh, okay. Then, like, elbow. Well, hell yeah. So, Krecky, you've circled around and are coming up off the side or behind Errol Hall, and I'll let you choose it. And Ozir rushes in, and it seems that he's he's hit, hit one of his arms away and opened him up for you. What do you do? I, well, I hope this axe is... what. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to try and chop off his arm with his axe. Yeah, it's of course it's messy. Okay, uh, good. <laughs> yeah, please please hack and slash. Remember, you get a plus one. Uh, sweet. That's going to be a nine. It's going to be a nine with, with, with the plus one, right? With the plus okay, one, Just yeah. double check and just double check and roll your damage. Oh, come on. It's one damage. So, Krecky, you make a, a mad dash in, and, and you find what you feel to be solid purchase in Era Holland's arm, which Ozir has batted back toward you in an alley-oop. But the axe finds only stone and makes no more effort through the arm of Era Holland. The steel sparks against his skeleton and ignites, and Era Holland looks a bit faster than you would have thought, and reaches with that other hand and grabs the axe and pulls it away from your grip. You really think that you can... Use my own weapon against me. He's going to monologue again. Socks, what are you doing? Uh, so this is, I mean, this is all made of grass and shit, right? Yep. Does it have, like, an eye? <laughs> it does, but not like a not like a fleshy eye. Sure. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of what the eye would be made out of. Cause I, it, so the eye is made of, like, it's also made of grass and moss. Mm. As mm. the same as this. And the whole thing is growing in slowly as you all are talking to him. He's assembling himself. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna tear that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking excited for that. I'm gonna like run up a tree and jump off of it and tear his eye out. His grass eye. Define in your plus dex. Cool. You get a plus one because you have your confusion of weasels. And so he's not he can't be prepared for everything. Seven. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So you get up, you jump off of a tree and onto the onto the shoulder of this giant and uh, hack and slash as you try to tear that eye out. Yeah. Ten. What? Fuck yeah. Roll your damage. <laughs> Fucking get this fucker. Four damage. Maximum damage. <laughs> yeah. But also, I'm hoping that means that he can't see us. So, Krecky, Era hmm. Holland is looking at you with disgust. I created more life with this than you will ever have lived, Krecky. And then you see the socks jump up onto his shoulder and just dive into his eye, which just explodes in this burst of chlorophyll and moss as this rabid fucking weasel just gets all up in that shit. And Era Holland screams and drops the axe, which buries Blade first into the ground, just barely missing Ozir. Ozir, what do you do? When the axe hit his arm, did it leave like a divot or anything? What do you got in mind? I'm just slamming the hammer down into the that Ooh, yeah. divot as hard as I can. Hell yeah, hack and slash. Be a good doctor. Break that bone so we can fix him. 
Uh, are you going to give me the plus one on uh, discern realities for discerning the reality that this is him or yeah i'll take i'll accept that i'll accept that all right then it's a 10 just if nothing else for remembering that that's what discerning realities <laughs> does you get a big old thumb yeah. hey someone I, I had to write it down yeah. on my sheet that i had it so that's that's a 10 yeah roll your damage do it do it do it, do it. yeah i'm gonna put Touch myself the on the spot yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, this is all worth it. Uh, that's a fourteen. Woohoo, dog! And I'm gonna use setup strike, which Ooh. is another move that I have. Uh, when you hack and slash, choose an ally. The next attack against your target does plus one d four damage. I am going to choose Craggy. So this arm at the elbow just explodes in a mass of dust and moss as Era Holland's other arm moves toward his face to try to get socks out. His upper body is sent askew, leaving himself open for Krecky. What do you do? I think in the most uh, cinematic of ways, I'm tired of you talking! And then he's going to gra- try and grab his jaw and rip it off of his face. Uh, hell yeah, hack and slash. Please work. Yes, yes, it's an 11. Holy shit. Roll your damage. I'm putting myself in a spot. This is going to be wonderful. Four. I haven't even gotten to what I'm doing for Ozir, so this is great. Six. Ozir, you watch proudly as Era Hollins shut up for once as Krecky rips his lower jaw off. Behind you, of course, it's always behind you. Without you noticing, the arm of Era Holland from fingertip to forearm fell and hit the ground and planted itself and has now reached out and has grabbed you around the waist. Socks from your vantage point in Era Holland's eye, which is obviously there no longer. You see Ozier being constricted by one of these stone hands. You currently are in the clear, as Krecky has just ripped the lower half of Era Holland's face off. What do you do? So, okay, so obviously stone are, like, are the, like, tendons, like, moving the stone made of moss? perhaps vines is what i had oh vines is good vines is perfect no 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 that's great that's great i'm gonna leap out of the eye and i'm gonna chew through the joints of the the fingers to free ozir i like uh just give me a defy plus dex for the whole thing i don't think that it's gonna require strength to chew through a tendon that's a nine hell yeah so you chew through this tendon and ozir you feel that constricting you i believe you heard like the first suggestion of your armor crunching there before the like pings of coins Bing. like it's like sonic losing fucking rings <laughs> <laughs> before for a second this arm goes slack crecky as you ripped the jaw off of arrow holland he lets out a gust a scream which you had assumed but as you look down for your trophy you realize that the one arm that you have is now being overtaken by vines and moss and foliage. Your legs themselves are deteriorating, and this body is difficult for you to maintain. But Arrow Holland's right there in front of you. What do you do? I would like to try and give him a big hug. And then I would like to try and have the sword come out of my tummy (laughs) and into him (laughs) from said hug. (laughs) <laughs> I'm I I am into this. 
So please define inner plus constitution, and uh, we'll 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 get the scene from there. Come on, that is a four five. So you bring up this arm, which is all dirt now and vines that you barely have any control over, and attempt to hug, grab around the neck, Arahalan. But while the sword is willing, the flesh is weak, and your body just crumples to dust. And the sword, now broken and free of its tomb, falls to the ground. Ozir, from your vantage point, you hear the snapping of tendons behind you as this arm goes slack. The sword of Kreki falls by its lonesome as you watch the body deteriorate. But Arahal himself has squared up with you. And you can see the stump of the arm that was removed before begin to grow itself back. Socks is behind you. Between you and Arahalan is the large axe, which I don't think you can wield, but I'm giving you a... just letting you guys know it's still there. And Kreki off behind his, we'll say, right shoulder. Arahalan himself has, begun, has drawn himself up and is looking as though he is about to, we'll say, do some magic shit. What do you do? Ozir rushes forward. I'm going to try to shatter his, like, ocular area and distract him long enough to get around him into the sword. So are you just running straight at him? Is that my understanding? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, to find your plus constitution as he lets out this mighty breath of magical air toward you. And we'll get into what that does here in a second, but not what it would normally do to everyone else. This is you closing the gap. Yeah. That is a six. So as you breathe in this gasp of air, you feel the formation and immediate disintegration of saprolings and buds on your tongue, down your throat, as you breathe this in. But the area surrounding you grows over, and your progress is impeded as you're held in place by these vines that are growing up all around you. Okay, so I'm not, like, wrapped up in them. It's just they are too much to move through efficiently. Gotcha. Socks, though, behind him, as you are chewing through the vine tendon of this arm and probably more... You can feel the hint of magic touching the air as this wave of verdant growth approaches you. What do you do? Can I tell what this magic is going to do? I'm kind of doing bullet time here, so you see this wave of overgrowth that's taken over Ozir as well in front of you. I think I'm going to try to just avoid it, so I'm going to burrow down into the ground and tunnel my way toward him. That's really cool. What do you want to roll for that? My knee-jerk reaction is, is quick thinking. Um, I'm fine with that. It's a neutral roll for me, so whatever. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, do that. That's a 10, surprisingly. (laughs) Jesus! You burrow down to the ground, as weasels do, and the tunnel behind you closes quickly with these grasses and roots that are coming from Arrowhollin. Ozir, as you make your way slowly toward Arrowhollin, the now regrown arm reaches for the axe of Piamir and lifts it above his head and strikes it with the other stone arm, igniting it as he drops it down toward you in a large crescent. What do you do? I'm going to raise the stone shield up above my head, but slant it at an angle and try to, like, essentially deflect it down into the dirt. Uh, hell yeah, defy plus con. That is a four. Christ. So you're pretty untrained with a shield. Yes. Not very good with them. And thinking that you can 
execute this maneuver that others have used against you in their cowardice, you end up taking this blow pretty much entirely perpendicular, driving you down the ground. So roll a d10. Let's get, let's get some damage. Uh, I'm going. actually going to use Bloody Aegis. When you take damage, you can grit your teeth and accept the blow. If you do, you take no damage, but instead suffer an ability of your choice. If you already have all six abilities, you can't use this move. Love it. Hell yeah. So I'm going to take a ability to uh, my int, because I think it's, that's pretty stunning blow. I like that a lot. So you're, you, you hold your shield laterally above you, and in a blow that would fell a lesser man... You feel the wave of heat surround you and your head swim for a moment. I, I think part of it, too, is he doesn't know how to use a shield, really, so it slams into his head. Oh, yeah, I like that a yeah. lot. Oh, yeah. And you're made delirious, stunned, I guess, for a moment. Socks, you're burrowed into the earth now. Where are you going? So, Krecky, as a sword, is laying on the ground, right? He is. I'm going to come up on that sword. Actually, I will. You can do that. Great. Uh, and then I'm going to grab the hilt with my weasel mouth and I'm going to drag it back and then I'm going to try to shove it back in the hole that I just came out of. I that is exactly what I wanted to hear. I love all of this. <laughs> yeah, this is where I was going to go to. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you're on the same page. Uh, I'm not going to have you roll anything for that. It's just not going to happen immediately. And Ozier is going to continue to be by himself for a minute. So the reformed jaw of Errol Holland grins with these white stone teeth. It is not too late, child. He's just driving you down again and again. All you need to do, bang, is accept my offerings, bang, and this can all stop, bang. I can bring your friends back. I can give you your eyes back. Remake that scarred face of yours. You just... Bang. Need to ask. And on this swing, he's adjusted to a horizontal attack. What do you do? I'm going to throw the hammer. Try to hit him in the face. Fuck yeah. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah, defy plus dex. Obviously, this isn't really a volley move. This is just going to give you an opening. I don't think you'll be able to get damage from this. Depending on how this goes, though. That's an 11. Oh, I love that. Again, I'm not going to give you damage because I, I don't think... Yeah, it's not a thrown weapon, but his jaw cracks and the ocular area is is compromised and he's drawn back a little bit. And the horizontal swing of this axe, the fiery breath of it, misses you and you have an opening. What do you do? I'm going to run up and punch him with my shield. My last use of the shield, I'm going <laughs> to just rim punch him right in the mouth. Fuck yeah, hack and slash. Yeah. That is a 14. Yeah, yeah. Roll your damage. Dang. I'm going to put myself in the spot yes. again. Of course you are. I love but I'm it. also going to use setup strike for correct fucking Ryan's yeah. brand. Nineteen damage. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I rolled a nine, a five, a three, and a two. So as they meet each other, these two stone instruments will say, annihilate. They are turned to dust before you as you don't even, you don't even have eyes, so you don't need to shade them as they're peppered <laughs> with gravel. 
It's just getting in the sockets. Like, ah, I'm going to have to fucking clean that out later. Oh. When I'm definitely <laughs> not dead. But the head of this stone body is turned to dust by the honestly ridiculous punch that you hit it with. And it goes slack for a moment. He huh. said, stop talking. And the torso of this thing just immediately grabs you in a violent hug. From your vantage point, you can see the, the fire axe in front of you as a smaller version of the thing that's holding you, though this one fully formed with the legs and feet, runs to the axe and begins dragging it down the side of the mountain. Like, towards me? Away from you guys. Uh. Krecky, you have just been inserted into this soil. So when you had done it before to watch the camp, you found it easy to extend yourself into the area and draw yourself up out of it. This is like trying to swim in pitch. It's almost murky and unresponsive, difficult to control. Did we do wisdom before? Mm-hmm. Uh, roll plus whiz. You'll get a body no matter what, because I want you actually to be able to play. Uh, oh, a 10. Shit. Oh, a 10. That is what I wanted to hear. Sometimes I want to just make it so that you guys can fail so that it's great when you succeed. But you'll be goddamned if an asshole like Era Holland is going to keep you down like that. Feeling the weight of Era Holland, I doubled down. This is the time to kill him, and I can't squander it. So I push myself beyond my means into that what we called, I think, dull heat that might resemble pain and gather a form that will bring about the big idiot's reckoning. What is this form? There's no reason it can't be like the, the, the anthropomorphic body that you've been using up to this point. I just didn't know if you're like, I'm a spider now or something. Actually, I was going to be like the kraken. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a dirt kraken. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. That's that's that. Yep. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try and wrap him up so we can kill him. So you erupt from the soil behind the now beheaded body of Errol Holland, the mighty black kraken that you are. You see Ozir in this again painful hug, being held in place. And you see further down a facsimile of the body that's holding Ozir dragging the fire axe down the side of the mountain. What do you do? I'm going to send all of my tentacles at Ozir, who's getting bear hugged, to just like reaching in and creating space. And then we'll have one just sneak over there and try and try and grab that sword guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to do Wiz again because I think... This is you controlling controlling this body of yours, which is where you were using wisdom as a metric of your willpower. So yeah, uh, roll plus whiz, and then come on, baby, let's get. Just give me a seven through nine, please. I don't I don't need full <laughs> successes here. Ah. An eight. Hell yeah, o- Ozier the axe. Ozier. Ozier. Hell yeah. I'm getting to Ozier, but then I I have to focus all my attention. So like that one that one tentacle's like chasing after it, like I, it snaps and then just snaps back to me, and I just whip it in there to get the get Ozier totally free. I need all of my concentration and power, and I was distracted. That's wonderful, Socks. You come out of the hole that Krecky had formed himself from just in time to see Ozier rebirth in this great shower of soil. The arms and torso of 
the skeleton of Errol Holland are blown back, and you can make out farther and farther now down the mountain. The axe. What do you do? You may think that you have mastery of this place, Erahan, but you're wrong. This body, it now betrays you. Uh, and I'm going to spend a boon and curse the facsimile that's walking down with the axe and put it in a slumber, if that's cool with you. Uh, wonderful. I like, I like the, the whole, you may think that this belongs to you. So uh, please, please roll, roll curse. God. Uh this is not a good start. Oh, salvaged it. Uh that that is uh that is a 8. So you choose one? I'm going to say that it only affects what I want it to. So how long it lasts and how it can be broken is up in the air. So Socks, you whisper this curse to Arrowhallen as this body falls slack and drops the axe in the dirt on the side of the mountain. Ozir, you've been broken free by Krecky. Yeah, I think Ozir scoops that hammer up and just goes to town on one of the arms that had just been holding him. Like, whatever he can reach at this point, almost in like a berserk state, just smashing. Hack and slash. Uh, that's a 12. Do it. I'm going to put myself in the spot again. <laughs> I gotta see if I can beat it. <laughs> oh, unfortunately not. Uh, 13 damage. Christ. Oh, shit. So yeah, you're just swinging like a madman, blowing this entire thing to smithereens, as it were. And take a step away where Krecky had formed himself from all of this soil, and this sinkhole beneath you just gives way. So Krecky, you see as Ozir... In a berserker rage, we'll call it, destroys this large torso that Arahalan had inhabited. Suddenly, he is being sucked into the earth by a sinkhole created by your now great kraken body. And all around you, the ground, the mountainside, these hands burst from the ground like overturned graves. And now practically an army of tiny arrow hollands are beginning to move in a great cloud all moving toward the axe what do you do i would like to pounce the center of myself on the spot where ozir is and basically scoop him up with my mouth and start shambling for the axe so yeah defining your plus intelligence that'll be a 10 nah damn <laughs> So, Socks, you see this strange squid thing duck down to the ground and begins scrambling over to the axe, which is now being beset by tens of tiny skeleton-framed Arahollands as they pile on this axe. The ground shakes as Krecky's great squid body is moving toward you, but I believe you're the closest one to it. What do you do? It should be noted, they are completely ignoring all of you and just running for this thing. Well, I'm pretty good at tunneling, so I'm going to tunnel through them to get to the axe. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, yeah, defy plus dex as you, as you dart toward this axe. Cool. 13. Fuck yeah. So as you, as you jump from them, they explode in these little clouds of dust. 
you make a quick entrance and it is just you and the axe and that other body that you had set to slumber. What do you do? I'm going to burrow into the sleeping body's eyeball. Huh. I think is the most logical thing to do. Hell yeah, hack and slash. Uh-huh, that makes sense. That's a three. <laughs> so, Krecky, you're moving quickly with Ozir in tow, and you see Socks blaze a path to this axe and attempts to defend it, you assume, and he jumps into the eye of the one that seemed to be sleeping or hasn't been moving the entire time you've been moving toward the axe. But Socks, unfortunately, becomes enthralled with eviscerating this one body and forgets his task of clearing out the other smaller ones. As these things like lemmings jump one and the other atop the body, socks, the axe, all of it. What do you do? My plan is to shamble up to this dog pile and try and pick off some and put my center right above it. And then Krecky's just going to say, brace for impact. And then I'm just going to open up. <laughs> My butt and let him fall. What? On top of uh, on top of all the things on top of them. I'm not gonna make you roll anything yeah. for that. Oh, Zir, <laughs> you're being dropped into a pile of gnawing and gnashing skeleton <laughs> dirt skeletons. Do you want the sword? Do you want me? Oh yeah. Yeah. So the the handle yeah, just you, like yeah pokes down, brace for him. Yeah, exactly. That's neat. Yeah. <laughs> so you drop down from this dirt squid as you fall into this gnashing pile of skeleton bodies. Somewhere in there is socks. Soil and earth rain down around you. What do you do? You can narrate from any point to from the yeah. air the air to landing. I thought I'd give, leave that open to you. You know how in Super Smash Bros I think it's Melee or Brawl that Link can do the it's thing Link, where he like yep, bounces yeah. on the sword. That's yeah. literally all yeah. I thought the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's literally all I, I was just like, he's doing the Link thing. Right? Basically what I'm going to do. <laughs> yep. Just like drop down into this pile and then start tearing through them, like trying to get down to where I can, like I can't pick the axe up, but I can stand and like once I'm down and have them cleared away, I'm going to try to stand in defense of the axe. I am really, really excited for this hack and slash. And I may take some narrative mode away from you, but hack and slash. That's still a seven. Okay. You want, is this Era Holland? Yes, it is. Roll your damage. Uh, that's eight damage. You fall like a madman with the sword pointed directly toward the ground. This big mass of dirt skeletons breaking away around you as you drive the tip of Krecky into the handle of the axe. And as Krecky's consciousness extends into this chamber for the soul of Errol Holland, you feel yourself beset upon by these scrabbling, gnashing stone bodies. You push them back and create a gap, socks beside you, having eviscerated the body he had set to sleep not too long ago. As the two of you find yourself suddenly inundated with these skeletons, Krecky. So you finally found it here. Old friend. We were never friends. No, I suppose not. But look at us here now. Trapped within two stupid weapons. Responsible for the destruction entirely. Of our peoples. Piamir used this to conquer and enslave. He ran so much blood. Cyclopean blood. And yet yours will be the last 
Cyclopean soul, then. Is that how you think this will go, Cracky? It is not for me to decide. To carry the burden of our people. It is a reason to continue on. You, however, you would not carry such a burden. Would you, Air Holland? You were not here to be a tome of our past. You wish to forge a new future. A dark future. With your deals and your false designs. On the outside, the camera shows the wood of Erohalan's staff splitting like a lightning bolt. I merely wanted to show what I learned, Krecky. Try again. It was all a failure before, obviously. You are a failure, obviously. The Cyclopes were a failure, obviously. But I could do it again. I have been watching through my sons for millennia. Taking it all in. All the wars and trite nonsense and feasts. Laharisfer. But all I needed was permission. I needed someone on that plane to help me. And now here you are. I'm going to take that damned sword from you, Krecky. And your stupid child companion will carry me around thinking that I'm you. I have a gift for you. It is your timely death. I'm going to try and kill this guy, I guess. <laughs> what is the mod for your whiz? Zero. Zero? We went over that? Yeah. Yeah, this is basically a last breath roll, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, roll plus whiz. <sighs> Come on. Shake him up good. Shake him up good. Please. Ten. Oh. Fuck yeah. Oh, thank God. As soon as Krecky had gone into the staff, we had always kind of described pain as heat. This was white-hot searing, like sticking your hand on an oven. But he had shown, I had shown, a certain resilience to it. So as Air Holland attempts to fill the sword, it would be like an icy chill. Krecky's resolve fills the sword and the staff and the tip of the axe. And Air Holland, as the cold takes the last moments, the last breaths of his overdue overlong existence as only able to pitter and pitter as he tries to 
say a few last sweet words. In Ozir and Sox, the mortal realm side of this, as these short skeletons, these buddings of Arahalan, come upon you, they drop and disintegrate. As the handle of the axe, the staff of Arahalan, explodes into splinters, and this island shudders and shakes and grows quiet. Then in that breath, as Arahaland is removed from this plane, Sock's curse is lifted, and color is re-injected into the forest, as greens and yellows and life comes back. You have slain the last of the Cyclopes, all save one. It's finished, then. We're done with this place. With this cursed place. Oh shit, Ozir can't understand me anymore. Because his quest is done. So all he hears is... Yeah, so I, so I think as like, as everything's turning back to green and the flowers are budding, Ozir's vision, like a slide transition as he like starts to see everything grow again, it dies. Oh no. All you hear is, so it's over then. Me, 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 me. Yeah. As the world once again dons its deathly pallor for you. Ozir just kind of collapses. There's blood drying in one ear. And Socks like walks over to Ozir, who's down on the ground, and then looks at him for a moment, and then uh, kind of hops and puts his paw on his shoulder, and then pulls it back down, and then wanders off into the forest. Yeah, Ozir reaches over and puts like one foot on the haft of the axe and pulls Kreki's sword out. Are you still there, my friend? Yes. The deed is done. Good. What do you want to do now? Well, since the weasel has saw it fit to leave, I suppose... I should stay by your side to help you in the things to come. Uh, Ozir grins. That is good to hear, Cracky. And he, he picks himself up and, like, kind of looks at his shattered, broken armor. And he just, like, reaches up and undoes the, the ties that keep cuirass on and just, like, lets it drop so that all he has is his underpadding on. And he, he picks Cracky back up. Have I ever told you about a vampire named Voltaire? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, that... People used to bribe the executioners, and so there was uh, some English lord who refused to bribe the executioner. Basically, you bribed them to kill you on the first time, Mm -hmm. and the guy, it took him six swings to kill the guy, and he just, like, cut his arm off and, like, hacked into his back a bunch, and... Yeah, that's great. Huh. That's great. That fucking rules. I want that. I want that job. I want that job real bad. It is customary to give the guy who's going to kill you 20 bucks. 
Yeah, tip him. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! If I could fucking you, like just yeah. hack into people who didn't tip me like six or seven <laughs> times tip. before chopping them <laughs> in the head. Uh, yeah. You get to ask for the tip too. Like, are you sure you're oh not going to tip? They're like, oh no, no I'm dying anyways. Okie doke. <laughs> Would you like to leave a gratuity? <laughs> yeah. I just I just realized that the suicide boots in Futurama definitely have a gratuity option. <laughs> oh yeah. No, yeah, they definitely do. That's a wrestling reference that Marx will understand. <laughs> Randy Orton. Right. I like him because I have no taste. <laughs>